120 kilos on the bar. I'm going to power it up. And then I'm going to bang out chin-ups. Eight sets of ten. Then I'm going to do barbell curls. Until my biceps explode. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. That's what I'm going to do. Actually, it's kind of raining, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, Jim might be busy. I think there's actually a new episode on, on Netflix as well. I might watch that. Welcome back to the Nebula podcast, everybody. My name is Adam McCarthy. Um, and in this podcast, okay, you probably heard the, the start scene there. And if you probably want to go back and rewind it, just in case you didn't catch it, it's probably something that will everybody will be able to identify with at some level but uh probably some people uh, more than most okay and it sits nicely into today's topic on overcoming training adherence or training barriers so a lot of these barriers exist in our mind and i suppose what i'm going to talk about today is uh, a few tips on how to overcome some of those things and be more accountable to yourself so that you get training done more often. There's less likely uh, to be things that will come in and trip you up. And I suppose you're just a bit more focused on what you want to get out of training sessions and exercises and stuff. So so I suppose that was that intro was just setting the scene. You you have this image of what training and being in a gym or at home or going out for a run you have an image of what you want it to be like. You want it to be awesome. You want it to be powerful. You want to feel on top of it. And then there's a new show or a new series on Netflix that you promised yourself that you'd watch as well. So then you go and watch that and you don't train. And it's not, the point of this episode isn't to say, oh, you're a bad person, point the finger at you. It's not that at all. Those things are quite common, quite realistic, and it happens to everybody. But it's it's really to bring out of ourselves what we really want from training and health and fitness and this can be for everybody no matter what your goal is if it's to decrease body weight um or body fat um if it's to improve your performance improve your strength improve just your habitual and daily practices it it doesn't really matter so a couple of the uh couple of the tips that we'll go through in a second i suppose play on the a big message that myself and Kate are always banging on about and that's how motivation is kind of like this you know idealized fake term it it doesn't we we don't believe in it as a huge energy source for training going forward it can be helpful getting off the ground don't get me wrong to be inspired and to be motivated by someone or something but at the same time it's a really poor energy source for training longitudinally that's over time. So what we really want to build our habits, routines, go deeper into why it is that we really want to train rather than us just seeing something flashy on the internet and going, yeah, I want to do that. So we're always telling people motivation comes after, real motivation. It comes after action. So when you take action, so when you get up in the morning, if you get up in the morning at 6 a.m. and you know, you're, you have to go into the gym, you, you booked a session for half six. Don't tell me you're motivated. You're not. Nobody is. Some people might be. They're strange. But 
real motivation comes after. So after you go into that half six gym session at 7.30, you're absolutely rocking your day. That's real motivation. So motivation will always come after, after you take action. And I suppose taking action is one of the biggest things that people struggle with, especially in the early phases of training when, when they're not really used to being accountable to themselves, when they're not used to training regularly three or four times a week. And it seems like a bit of a bit of a struggle. So, <clears throat> pardon me. So with this, I have five different strategies that I want to give you. Five different strategies. Some might not suit you. Some might you think are silly. But if there's one that will help you train when you do not want to train, then it was worth listening to this podcast. So the first tip is just start commit to the action sometimes we'll tell people just do the warm-up if you don't ever feel like training so if you wake up in the morning if the session that you have planned for the evening is playing on you and you really don't want to do it that's fine just do the warm-up though i guarantee you 9.9 times out of 10 you're going to end up doing the full session and most of my sessions that end up being some of my best sessions in a month or in a in a training block end up being the ones that I don't really feel as if I'm up for. So the ones where I feel maybe a little bit lethargic, not really hash, like inverted commas motivated. Okay. So if I just commit to the warm up, if I just get going, if I just build a little bit of a sweat, the chances are is one I'm going to start training anyway, and I'm going to do the full sessions, full session, and two I'm going to probably end up just driving it on out of sheer pig-headedness if that makes sense so tip one just start commit to the warm-up give that a go tip number two write it down so one of the big things that we work with with our clients with is just building accountability in their daily week so making sure that they're planning their time blocking their week and their day so that they know what's coming up regularly and this is something that sounds so, so simple, so trivial to the point where by a lot of people, before they even do it, they'd brush it off as being not important. And it's incredibly important because what happens is that when you write something down, it then exists. Because as humans, we're really, we're really good at brushing thoughts away. So if something just exists in your head, in your head only, you haven't written it down, you haven't told anybody, it doesn't exist. It only exists in your head. And one of the biggest problems is that you're probably not accountable to your own to your own thoughts. But when you write it down, when you tell someone, it exists. And when something exists, you're more likely to follow up with it. So write it down, plan your week, state what you're gonna do, how good the session will feel, what you're gonna do in the session. Tip number three. So a lot of times people will go into their their sessions and you know they'll they'll lack a little bit of a kick. Okay, so they might have the best intentions in the world, but they lack a little bit of a kick. Um one of the things that is kind of used a lot in, in professional sport, especially is things like ergogenic aids. So things like um if you want to call it legalized drugs. So when I say legalized drugs, I don't mean the pills and the shakers and syringes. 
I mean things like a cup of coffee for a little bit of a caffeine hit. So I'm not, and, and we're not really big fans of things like Red Bull, Monsters. You know, we're, we're not really big fans of that. Um, but we do like a cup of coffee, as anybody who has ever read our newsletters know. We have a, a dedicated section to it. And there's nothing wrong with a cup of coffee. It's more social. We've been doing it for a long, long time. It could be a cup of tea as well. Don't get me wrong. And that might be just enough to give you a little bit of a, an energy kick to get through your session. So if you're struggling with maybe a, a little bit of an energy, a little bit of a kick, try having a cup of tea or a cup of coffee. Maybe don't opt for the Red Bull or the, the cans of Monster. Tip number four. If you're an office worker, if you're um, really busy moving around on your feet throughout the day, the best time for you to train is in the morning. I'll repeat that. If you're an office worker, if you're a laborer of any sort, the best time for you to train is in the morning. Because in those two general types of professions, the likelihood of you being super pumped and super physically ready and mentally ready to train in the evening is going to be very, very slim. And for every time that you look to train in the evening, your chances of doing that training session are going to be lowered. The percentage is coming down. So picture yourself in an office, eight, nine, ten hours uh, throughout the day. You're pretty sedentary, probably not getting great nutrition, probably not adhering to your hydration. And you're going to end up at after five, come five, six o'clock, if you especially if you have a, a bit of a commute, you're going to end up quite drained, quite lethargic, just like longing for the bed or the couch. <laughs> so schedule it in the morning time. The same as if you're a laborer. So if you're out in your feet all day, you're lifting blocks, you're doing whatever it is, or you're running around. If you're a, a nurse, we have a lot of nurses as, as clients and, and they're running around forever. So they are drained when they come in from work, physically, emotionally. So the best time for them to do it is in the morning, when they're fresh, when they're good. Your training session, if it's structured in, a, in, a, in the right way, it should not wipe you for the day. If anything, it should help your energy. So schedule it for the morning time. Tip number five is probably something that a lot of people don't do that well because for different reasons, right? But one of the big things that I'm always hearing from people, especially people who are new to, I suppose, structured training, is that they don't really want anybody to know that they're training. They just kind of want to keep it themselves. It's their own little thing. They want to, you know, go for a jog with a with a, with a a visor on and, and a hat on and keep their hat come down just so they don't they don't want to basically fee, uh, see a, have anybody look at them um you know out of breath red face anything like that so they don't train with other people they train in the, the the middle of the night nearly right or at the quiet times in the gym and that's absolutely fine but having a buddy having a training partner is one of the biggest ways you can overcome your training adherence okay because for every time you want to not train, it'll take two people to not train in order for the training session to not be done. Okay, so what that means is 
if you don't want to train or your buddy doesn't want to train, you, you both have to hold each other accountable. So it's really important that you pick your buddy wisely. Make sure it's somebody who wants the best for you and vice versa. You want the best for them. So it'll take both of you a really an off day to not get a training session done. So get a buddy, a really good buddy who's going to support you and wants the best for you. So they're just our five tips. Tip number one, start. Just commit to the warm-up. Tip number two, write it down. Make sure that your training session exists. Tip number three, have a coffee. Tip number four, schedule it for the morning. And tip number five, get a training buddy. So a pretty short one this, uh, today. Um, I hope some of that hit home for you. If it did, great. If it's something that you think somebody else would be interested in, send them the link to the podcast. We'd be absolutely delighted. And if you have any other questions, make sure to visit our socials, our website, nebulacoaching.com. And we'll be delighted to hear from anybody. Thanks very much, guys.